I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, yeah. Talking to me? Hello, Traveler. <laughs> oh there. Oh there. Adventure. Sit down. Sit a spell. I hear the elves are up north. <laughs> Take a bowl of this stew and sit by the fire while I tell you a tale of Game of Thrones. It's Arya talking to me, uh, a podcast about Game of Thrones hosted by two very stupid men. My name is Ben Vernell, and I'm joined by Adam Knox. The other stupid man couldn't be here, so Adam Knox, I'm filling in this week. Yes, thank you. Uh, at sh- such short notice. Hey, I had nothing going on. <laughs> uh, now, I've uh, I've been uh, laid up with a back injury and sort of like half working for my job and half taking painkillers, so you might have to take the reins on this uh, episode of Are You Talking To Me? What episodes are we talking about today, Knox? Uh, well, I've been taking painkillers recreationally all day, so um, oh, I'm going to have to... This horse is going to start lying down at some point if I'm taking the <laughs> reins. Drinking that that um, slurp. What? What do all the rappers who died from it call it? Sizzurp. Sizzurp. Yeah, cough medicine. Sizzurp, one of the most evil characters in, in Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, we've got two episodes we're going through today here. The mm. Season four, episodes six and seven. Uh, yes. Named the laws of gods and men and mockingbird, respectively. Ah, uh-huh. oh, mm-hmm. that's kind of the, uh, to kill a mockingbird is about the law. Yes, and the first show is about the law, and the second one's called Mockingbird. That's really interesting. Yeah, is it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to Are You Talking to Me, <laughs> <laughs> the show where we notice patterns in things the way there aren't patterns because we've both yes. developed severe mental disorders. <laughs> I believe uh, this magazine is telling me to kill the president. Actually, there'd be some magazines that would literally say, "Hey, someone should kill the president these days." Yeah, a bloody, bloody uh, most of them, if you ask me, <laughs> about bloody magazines. Me. Gribberal medium. <laughs> yeah, there's... Uh, so, just broadly before we start, out of these two yes. episodes, the first one I thought was really great, and the mm-hmm. second one I got bored during. I think I liked both of them, I have to be honest. Mm. Uh, yeah, I was into both of them. The, it definitely wasn't awful, the second one, but it was just, like, a little slower moving. I think... Mm. Uh, well, we'll get into it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the first one I thought was really, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, The Laws of Gods and Men. I believe we open up in Bravos with uh, yeah. Stannis and uh, Davos standing on the little ship that they've ridden in from presumably their bigger ship. Yes. As they've come over to the other continent here to uh, to Bravos. To, to Bravos, which we've not seen before, right? 
No, this is the first time we're seeing it in the opening as well with the big uh, sword guy and the uh, queen yes. running down the thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there's there, it's a very ancient looking city. There was a real city with like the Colossus of Rhodes. Yes, is that what it was in called? Greece. It was like he was standing I astride think. the two the two halves of the bay. Yes, and so they've stolen that idea from the Greeks. Yeah, much yeah. like how how Rove stole Greeks on the roof for his talk show <laughs> format. On <laughs> a specific, but anyway, yeah, we, they come into um, Bravos here, and yep. it looks very majestic. And we've heard a lot about it. I like the look of it. Stannis is looking angry on his ship, mm-hmm. and then they're sitting inside a bank waiting around for ages. Yeah, man, that's relatable. Am I right? Dude, things ain't so different over here. <laughs> I was standing on a ship just yesterday. Oh, uh, looking real mad. I always look pissed off on a ship because I'm like, why am I on a ship? I'm confused and lost and I'm on a ship. We've moved past this technology. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they've been hanging around. Stannis complained since midday. Yeah. Uh, whatever time it is then. And... Davos starts telling him this story to try and make him feel better, and Stannis, <laughs> Stannis just shoots him a look, and he's like, okay, my story's boring. Sorry, man. Um, and yeah, they hang around for a while, and then uh, some people from the bank presumably walk in. Well, they are from the bank. Yeah, they we know in, they are. And they have this little sort of back and forth, Stannis being looking fucking embarrassed that he's there, because they immediately yeah. deny the loan. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. What, no. What's where's your collateral? Where's your? What are you gonna do with this? Like you've got like four ships and no men. Like they they really kind of tear him down. Yeah, guy who British looking dude who's like he's from Harry Potter or Sherlock or something. Some uh, very he's British from Sherlock. Thing. He, right. he is from Sherlock. Yeah. He uh, really just does not care about the affairs of the West. It seems like. Hmm. They have mm-hmm. a very frank conversation about, like, yeah, we've heard this boy's a bastard, but we've also heard that you're a fucking loser. And <laughs> yeah. You don't even have any cows or anything. Yeah. I don't want no, no cows. Other... That's fucking lame as hell, man. Get a sheep. <laughs> Come back there. Get a horsey. So... But yeah, Stannis, Stannis and Davos, well, I think initially they're like, well, you know, that I'm the rightful king, you know, like I'm meant to... I've been prophesied that I'm going to win and all this shit. And the the dude's like, I only care about numbers, okay? And you don't got no numbers. You're no, you don't, the number you got is zero. Yeah, he's he's a very number number based man. But <laughs> yes, then, so I think that's fair to say this banker loves numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so they're about to leave. Stannis looks fucking furious with Davos for like, all right, your cool idea that I hated anyway. It also <laughs> made me embarrassed. Yes. So, and then Davos whips his hand out with no fingers, and he's like, how's that for numbers? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Tells this whole sort of, does this whole big speech about, like, this man, blah, blah, blah. I can't even remember what he says, but it was convincing. <laughs> yeah, I also don't remember. But, like, he he's reliable. Stannis is reliable. Yeah, if he says he's going to pay someone, he will. The Lannisters yeah. always go on about, like, I'll pay my debts. Bullshit. Yeah, they have a bigger debt owing to the Iron Bank than anyone. So, you know, fucking give Stannis a go. And if they're going to fight anyway, like, it probably serves the bank's best interests as well, if they're funding these wars, to have some conflict going on at all times. Hey, Knox, it serves their best interests, literally. Now, what does that mean? 
Well, because when you t- take out a loan at the bank, they charge you. Uh, they charge you. Uh, I forget what it's called, but I, I don't know. I, I think it made sense. <laughs> uh, so they walk out, and it's unclear whether or not they've had a change of heart. I believe. Yes, I think that's yeah. Until I think that's fair. until the next scene, where um... <laughs> so for a brief a brief transitory moment, we don't quite know. There what's was about happened. a minute and a half earlier in the day where <laughs> yes. I was like, "What happened?" <laughs> but uh, yeah, Davos walks up to his little pirate friend who uh, he's he was met on the ship once or something. Helped him with the Blackwater, I think. Yep. Yep. He's, Pirate friends in a bath with a couple of women he knows very well, mm. telling uh, a pretty good pirate joke. Yeah, what was this joke? Because I feel like I've heard it, I'd heard it before, but I've already forgotten it. It was the he sees a pirate. Uh, he oh, the pants joke. Shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me pants my brown joke. pants. That's a funny joke. Classic joke. Not a bad one. Uh, and so yeah, Davos and uh, pirate man. What was his name? Salador. They yes. um. Salador, it's the most beautiful phrase in the English language. Did you know that? Uh, Salad or fish? (laughs) I'll take fish. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, they they have a little chat for a while, and then Davos throws a big stack of freshly minted coins down Mm. in their nice little sort of metal coin roll things. And he's like, hey, guess what? You're working for me again because look at all this money and there's more in a chest somewhere yes so it looks like they've got themselves their army it looks like it or at least you know some extra boats hey at least a leggy at least a couple (laughs) of leggies yeah uh so everything went well over there we moved further across the continent to marine Mm. and uh there's a little boy throwing rocks at goats. <laughs> I think I don't think he's throwing them at the goats. <laughs> he might be. He's near some goats. If he's trying to, I think he's throwing them off a cliff or something. And eventually, sure. one of the rocks makes a strange thud, mm. and the boy goes, "I know that sound. That <laughs> sounds like it hit a dragon." Yes. And lo and behold, here swoops up this big old dragon. Can you swoop up? Absolutely, you can. Does swooping necessarily involve you swooping down? No, I reckon you can swoop down and then up again. It's part of the same motion. Oh, okay. Uh, Look, bell l- curve. listeners, listeners, if you know, <laughs> if you can swoop up, please write in. A bell curve of swooping, where most mm. of most of the swoops occur at the top of this curve, <laughs> but there's very few swoops that occur on the ground at either side, and you could just make the the what a swoop looks like. Um, this kid. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> He is shocked to find that this dragon, hungry as he is, starts to um, eat goats. Yeah, he burns and eats goats. Hey, have you ever eaten goat? I have, yeah. I've ha- I had a really nice goat curry at a, a restaurant in uh, in Melbourne. I found it a little chewy. Yeah, did that you have it? specific curry. <laughs> did you? Oh, okay. Did you have it, like, was it goat on the bone still? Or was it, like, cut, no, like, it was, you know? It was goat in a curry. But um, yeah. I don't know. I I, I tend to... I, I think, as a rule, I find all curries that aren't chicken to be inferior to a chicken curry. Oh, really? So you're like a plastic, like butter chicken, give it to me. That's or my chuck classic. any type of chicken into any type of curry. <laughs> any type, any of, type chicken, of chicken, you say? <laughs> I don't give a shit about that chicken's background. <laughs> Doesn't right. matter to me. 
But like, I, I think any type of curry with chicken in it, I would prefer to with beef or lamb or whatever in it. Oh, okay, interesting. Uh, I I like a mixture. There's a good paneer curry, which is that sort of Indian cheese. It's like fried cheese. It's very very tasty. It's like a bit um, of everything. Greg Kinnear should open a curry restaurant and call it Greg Paneer. <laughs> anyway, that's the uh, the guy that's who a, owns the that's goats. an average tweet. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who owns the goats walks up to uh, Daenerys. Just walks up mm. to her. They're having like a town hall. Come air your grievances to the queen type thing. Yes. He's like, you fucking dragon killed my goat. And she's like, oh, Jesus, I'll pay you for three times the goats. Mm. Mm. And thinks she's being real nice. But then this guy who was um, the son of one of the slavers who she crucified comes in. He's like, you hung up my dad. And she's mm. like, yeah, well, your dad was a dick. And he's like, that don't make the hanging up right. And she's like, oh, machi machi. <laughs> yeah. He's like, my dad was trying to free the slaves. Yeah, he was like, he hated all of this. He disagreed for ages. You didn't yeah. ask questions. You just strung him up. And she's like, yeah. yeah. Find some sort of compromise where she's like, okay, you can give him a proper burial. Yeah. But then gets told there's 250 more people coming through. So really looks as though she, this is the first proper queening she's had to do. Absolutely, yes. There are consequences for your actions in both Good ways and bad ways. So you're going to have yeah. to deal with that. Yeah, and it's hard to be queen. I'm doing a little bit of spring sp- spring queening right now. Oh, dear. And I found I found a fucking massive spider under my bed. Oh, no. Huntsman? It was terrifying. No, like a big-ass, like, deep black with... I didn't Ooh. get that good of a look at it because I... So I saw it from being on top of the bed and look, my bed's in, like, the corner. Mm-hmm. So I was like on top of the bed, kind of peeking over, looking underneath, go like, oh, is there anything <laughs> just, under here I need to clean just up? Peeping over the edge of the bed. Yeah. Sort of like when, when like someone in a Home Alone type of movie wants to look through a window. <laughs> yes. When they're like on the roof. I was doing that. Uh, just to, because I'm in the process of moving and there's shit all over my room. So it's mm. kind of hard to move around. Because there's, like, boxes in it. Oh, yeah. So I had to kind of angle myself like that to go, like, all right, is there anything I can clean up under here? Mm-hmm. Turns out there was a big-ass spider. <laughs> I could just oh, see, fuck. like, the silhouette of it, like a horror film, at, peeking under there. And so, I, yeah, I took the mattress off and, like, found it and sprayed it. And yep. it tried to run away for a bit, and then I lost it. And then, I yeah, <laughs> anyway, it was a whole thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's why the crucifixion thing must have been hard for Daenerys to decide about. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see, I see why you brought that up. Sorry, I got extremely sidetracked there, but just the, genuinely the memory of that spider <laughs> shut my brain down and went, all right, you have to deal with this again for a yeah. bit until you can get uh. back on track. <laughs> but so yeah, Daenerys is now being a queen and uh, mm. it's a big job. It's a big job. The end of the last episode, I think, was the one where she was like, no, I'm going to stay here and figure out how to do this. And yeah, uh, yeah she's in the throes of that, uh, that, that tutorial. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's doing the tutorial mission of being a queen. Yeah. Yeah. All over uh, towards the Dread Fort, mm-hmm. which is where Ramsay lives. <laughs> he lives in the Dread Fort. Uh, there's like sort of a montage thing of Yara reading out the um, letter that Ramsay sent to yes. the head of the uh, the Greyjoys. What's his name? Balon. Yes. 
so she's reading that letter out to some people on a ship to sort of inspire them to like, this is why we're going over here. We're capturing Theon. We're taking him back. And that mm-hmm. montage is intercut with Ramsay having sex with that crazy girl for some reason. Oh uh, yes, yeah. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure. We already knew that they had a weird relationship. I don't know that that was necessary, but yeah, it re- it did feel like just a. You know how we can fit a butt shot in here? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's yeah. Uh, but anyway, fun montage. I, I always yeah. like a montage in Game of Thrones because it happens so rarely. Hmm. That one of those like very sort of filmic things will happen. Whenever it does, they do it quite well. Generally, yes, the ladder, the ladder thing was a good montage. Yep. There's um, some coming up later in the show that I right. don't believe it's a spoiler to say there's montages <laughs> that happen in the remaining seasons of this show. But yeah, I think they uh, they do them effectively. So this mm. one was fine. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but they uh, they storm the Dreadfort. They do pretty well. They kill a bunch of people. Find out where Theon is. He's locked in a dog cage mm. down where the dog cages are. Mm-hmm. She tries to get Theon out, but he is he believes it's a trick that Ramsay's playing on him again. He's yeah. like, tell Ramsay I figured it out. It's a trick. I'm loyal. Leave me alone. I'm Reek. Yes. She's kind of freaked out by it. He bites her. Ramsay shows up without a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's a little bit Jared Leto Joker here as well. Oh, that's a really, yeah, that's a great comparison. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what he is. He's been like a little too over the top of like giggling when he stabs someone. Going like, <laughs> yep. this is turning out to be a wonderful evening. Yeah. All that sort of stuff where it's like, all right, mate, you've seen a movie with a villain in it. <laughs> Calm down. Dial it back. But um, yeah, they, they have a bit of a fight. Theon keeps going back in the cage, biting uh, Yara. Mm-hmm. Mm. Telling everyone that he's reek. They end up leaving because Ramsay sets the dogs on them. And Yara's like, we didn't get Theon because Theon is dead. Yes. Pretty, so he ha- pretty sad. Yeah. He has been left for dead by his family. He is mm. fully believing that he's uh, this reek character now. Mm. But then uh, Ramsay, to, to give him like a little bit of a treat for having been a good dog... Yep. It's like, hey, you can have a bath. That very sort of abusive relationship thing of him doing something nice as a power move again. He, and, totally, yeah. While while Theon is clearly freaking out about it. Yeah, like terrified the whole time getting this bath. Yeah. And then tells Theon, hey, I need you to pretend to be someone that you're not. I need you to pretend to be Theon, Theon Greyjoy for some crazy scheme I'm concocting. Yeah. Um. Which is like a good writing thing, but a bad like real thing <laughs> for Theon to to um to endure. Yeah, Theon is just completely broken at this point. Absolutely. Yeah. And totally. Alfie Allen, the actor, doing a good job of portraying that, I reckon. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Like it's yeah, it's it's a storyline that would have been hard to not make me feel pity for Theon, but it's well executed in pretty much every way, and that includes, yeah, definitely his performance. Yeah, and the two of them playing off each other works mm. well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there's some sort of wacky scheme that we don't know about that Ramsay is thinking of, where he, <laughs> it's, I don't know, him pretending to be Theon to go get Winterfell back or something? I genuinely so, don't remember what this was. Um, yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I don't know, I don't, yeah, I don't know if it was specified in this episode either so no. yeah 
Um, what is specified in this episode is yes. the new small council. There's a meeting mm. over there. And so there's uh, Tywin at the head of it. Tommen's mm-hmm. not there. Uh, Cersei's to his right. Um, Gret- the Maester um, Pycelle is there. Yes. Uh, Mace Tyrell is there. Who yes. is treated like absolute shit during this? <laughs> he totally is. Where Tywin's Tywin like, gets him to fetch his bloody pen or whatever. Yeah, the first <laughs> thing he says is "shut up." The second thing is "get me some paper." Yeah. and yeah, he's uh, he might as well not be there. Oberyn is on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in replacement for his uh, being the judge. Yep, I think that was the payment for that, or he just wanted him anyway. So, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're talking about some bits and bobs that are going on around uh, the world. Some stuff at the side that I don't remember, but then they talk about, well, Daenerys is uh, starting to get a little bit more crazy. And everyone's like, mm. yeah, who cares? Is that Jorah guy still betraying her? And they're like, nah, we're pretty sure he is, like, fully into her now. Oh, yeah, because I think Varys must be there as well, because I think he says that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because Varys is like, well, we know Jorah is, like, super into her now. He's getting weird about it. Yeah. Uh, we know that Barristan Selmy is there. Mm. And he, Varys- he seems to have taken being fired as the head of the Kingsguard quite um, poorly. Yeah. And Varys reckons, like, Tywin says, could we get someone in there? Could one of your little birds kind of get in there? And Varys is like, please, I'm a motherfucker. <laughs> I can absolutely do this. Yes. Maybe I already have. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's the only really major thing they kind of talk about during this is... Um, is Daenerys, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sort of bit. And then uh, then the trial starts up. Yeah, the big old trial. Yeah. So, do we see Tyrion in the, the jail first and, and Jamie walks in and they just kind of look at each other? seriously and Mm. it's just like a brief little thing where Tyrion was like wearing his nice suit and Jamie walks in and just kind of can't say anything to him and Tyrion's like you really gonna put these fucking cuffs on me is that how we're doing this and Jamie's like daddy said Tyrion's like you fucking daddy's (laughs) boy (laughs) I don't remember because they do talk about something else later on yeah I think that might even be in the next episode Oh, no, right. they talk in the court as well in a bit. Because yeah, they in the court. have a brief little talk and they put on the things and then the uh, Tyrion's walking into the court all shackled up. And, uh, like, there's all the lords and ladies out to watch the uh, to watch the Judge Judy episode. Yes. And uh, immediately Tommen's like, hey, I'm a little fake king. Uh, I'm going to leave... <laughs> With my tail between my legs, and daddy's going to do... Well, granddad's going to do this. Yes. Uh, So he fucks off, and then Tywin sits down. Like, any other character, they make them sitting on the Iron Throne, this big moment. Mm. We're like, holy shit, I'm sitting here, this is crazy. And Tywin just sits and he's like, yeah, this is my throne. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. This is where I belong. It kicks off. The trial, uh, Mace Tyrell and Prince Oberyn are both sitting up there about to judge Tyrion. And it's pretty haphazard. Mm. The way they do this trial is not uh, not 
by any modern standards what we would call a trial, because it's basically Tywin calling witness after witness. Yeah. And then just going like, hey, what do you reckon of this? And they're like, he did it. <laughs> and then Tyrion occasionally being like, hey, what? wait a minute, what are you talking about? And like yeah. asking questions and stuff. And then Tywin just being like, you may not speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, you can yeah. talk when you fucking learn not to kill kings. Yes. So, uh, yeah, it's um, a pretty one-sided trial where who comes up? Samarin comes up with his fucking mm-hmm. little angry face. Yep. And he's they all say things that are true. That Yeah, that's true. That Every they do, single- yeah all of them as well like every one of these people doesn't actually really tell a lie even cersei can... even cersei even shay yeah yeah that's none true. of them like flat out lie oh i guess she does where shay at the end goes like and he also oh. specifically said that he would kill the king to sansa <laughs> yeah that's the one lie yeah and like <laughs> anyone could have missed that lie yeah but other than that, these people are recounting true stories that happened. Mm, where, yes. Um, so what happens? Samarin's like, he told Joffrey that he was going to kill him. and Yeah, and he, sl- he slapped him and he, to- and he put him in the front lines and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Joff- uh, Tyrion is like, yeah, you were beating the shit out of Sansa. I said, stop it. Mm. And every one of them has... Sort of this way that even though they're telling kind of the truth, they're misrepresenting Tyrion and his character. Yeah. And I think it was clear that he never really wanted to kill Joffrey. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. I don't know. Maybe he did, but he he wouldn't have. uh, Yeah, exactly. He did in the way that anyone thinks that, you know, metaphorically. Like, God, ah, you really mucked up again. I'm going to kill you. It's like, well... That's not a literal threat of murder. And yeah, even more than that, Joffrey, uh, Tyrion would have been happy for for Joffrey mm. to have died, probably. But he wouldn't have done it himself at any point, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's also Pycelle gets up and he's like, someone stole all my poison. Which, That's true. Again, which is not, well, it probably is a lie. But it, it's, it's he doesn't right, even, yes. d- does he point the finger at Tyrion? Or he's just like, well, my poison's gone and he got poisoned, so... I think he maybe even said, someone go, says, like, do you know Tyrion Stolas? He's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Pycelle's a real cunt. All these people. And Pycelle has beef with Tyrion. Yeah, that's true. So Pycelle in particular, it's clear why he would want to fuck him over. And I guess, well, we'll talk about Shay in a minute. Mm. But, uh, so yeah, Varys gets up there as well and, like, oh, yeah. also goes for him. And then Tyrion's like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. You, to- you told me we were bros. And then Varys yeah, you is said, like... you said, like, um, that you did all this stuff for the city, you saved the city, and no one will ever know, but I know, and I'll never forget. Mm. And he's like, yeah, I won't. I won't forget. But, I you know, I, I, I don't forget anything, unfortunately. And what I just said, as my testimony, was a real thing that you said. So... Sorry. Yeah. Fucking fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you want me to do? That's what Varys... And yeah, Varys, like, you know, he's always been a looking for looking out for number one type of guy. Yeah. He doesn't want to piss off Tywin by not 
falling into line. Totally, yeah. And he doesn't lie. Yeah, no, none of them do at this point, mm. at least. Except maybe for uh, Picel. Yeah. I like, and yeah, I think he, that probably is a lie. I don't imagine somebody stole all of his poison. <laughs> no. <laughs> and if That's- so, then they should be. Like, they should be hunting that guy down, whoever that is. Yeah, and, like, probably giving Picel a bit of a slap on the wrist. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean he stole? Your poison. That's a crazy amount of poison. All of it? Look at the size <laughs> of that list you're reading from. <laughs> Why has every fantasy thing got something called Wolf's Bane? Oh, dear. Picel's just, like, actually gone and tipped them all out into the river just to to really seal the deal, and, like, he's killed an entire town full of people. <laughs> He probably just, like, stumbled and tripped, pretending he'd do his little, like, old man jittery around mm, thing, mm. and fell over into all of the Mr. Bean style. And then they all <laughs> covered a painting of Whistler's mother. Yes. So, uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of people all against Tyrion. Tyrion's sitting there looking pretty defeated at this point. He pipes up a couple of times during it, mm. but then pretty quickly, Tywin every time is like, fuck off, shut up. Yep. So they have a little recess in the middle here. Tywin needs to go piss. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, Jamie and Tywin end up talking during this. And Jamie's like, look, if you let Tyrion live, then I will go and do the shit that I don't want to do of marrying someone and mm-hmm. having a baby and living in Castle Rock and being a loser. I'll go do well, that. He, he, he makes the point that if, if Tyrion gets executed, because Jamie is like he's taken an oath of celibacy, then the Lannister name will end. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so he, he throws that deal on the table and Tywin's like, yep, yep, done, no take backs, yep, done. <laughs> yep. And then, deal. It's almost like I wanted this to happen all along. <laughs> Tywin immediately is like, I've got exactly the plan. Tyrion gets found guilty, he pleads for mercy, he becomes a Night's Watch guy, you go and be the Lord, son. Yep. And uh, yeah, they shake on it and Jamie like, you know... He's helped Tyrion. He, of course, he was going to try and do it some way. And he's like, okay, mm. I will make that sacrifice. Yeah. If you've got my word about it. We'll do it. So on the way back in to the court, Jamie very suspiciously starts talking to Tyrion. <laughs> <laughs> just right. like out the side of his mouth. Like, yeah, just hey, right in the middle of the room. And he's like, hey, <laughs> Ixnay on the Cushion XA. <laughs> How do you say execution? Uh, ex- Mm. Execution A. I guess <laughs> you can't so. say it. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't shouldn't execute. I don't think it works for words that start with vowels. What about ex? Oh no. Uh, what about? Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. No, I guess not. Huh. The one floor of piglet. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that he tells Tywin, uh, Tyrion. His deal, do this. We've got it all sorted. Yep. Don't worry about it. Uh, and that would be fine if the <laughs> they didn't call to the stand the, the next guest of the crown a big mm. old spanner in the works. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, in walks Shay. Uh, the whole thing with the boat mm-hmm. and all of that, her being away and wherever she went off to, I guess, was untrue. I guess so, yeah. Or they yeah. found her? I don't know. Well, Either way. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know. She wanders in, takes a stand, <laughs> yep. and... Oh, my 
God. What? Yeah, it's not good. What a fucking piece of work. Yeah. It's, it, I don't think that she would have been hurt enough by Tyrion to be like this. Agreed. Yeah. I, their like relationship yeah. broke down over the course of several months, very gradually. She was angry at Tyrion, but surely had enough time to sort of process that as it went on. And, like, he didn't mm. betray her. He no. just... It it didn't work. The situation was wrong. Yeah. And both of them did shit wrong. Mm-hmm. So, and if she didn't like the situation, then fair enough. It was a shitty situation to feel like you were someone's, you know, second string. Mm. But holy shit. Yeah. Because, like, sure, he, he, he drives her away at the end, but, like, to... For her revenge on him being, like, rude to her, to be telling a court falsely that he murdered the king is, like, no, mate, that's too far. Yeah. And even Just if come she... back and settle it over a drink. Don't, you know, fucking... If, if she took everything that he said completely to heart, where mm. he was like, you're a whore, I never wanted you here, you need to stay up here and I was only using you, blah, 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 which he did say some of that. And in a Harry and the Hendersons way, we believe, but maybe not. And his actions, he did treat her like that, basically. At the end, yeah, yeah. And and all during, you can make an aspect that he was playing at it. I could see how she would believe that he was playing at being in love with her. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, that's not crazy. But also, like, if she decides to believe him at the end, rather than all the previous times when he was just like, I'm genuinely worried for your safety. I think you need to leave the city. Like that's that's naive of her, or that's very self-serving of her to be to to pick and choose what she believed. Possibly, but even then, even if she did that, mm-hmm. it's still crazy overkill to literally come back and overkill. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So to, I to, have... to lie, and if I mean, yeah, what what do we assume at this point that she just is that mad, like, to come back and lie about this? Like, it's, mm. yeah, it's it's pretty fucked up. So, however she got there, she's there. And yep. she mostly tells the truth about stuff, but, again, turns it in this really cruel way to mm. make it as hurtful as possible towards Tyrion, yep. as well as being very damning. People are laughing at him shit, and he's, like, sitting there... Very upset, going like, Shay, please don't do this. And she's like, nah, yeah. I'm going to do it worse. Keeps yeah, going. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's brutal. And mm-hmm. at some point during that or towards the end of that, he's like, okay, I want to confess, please. Yeah. I, yeah. Put, I'm going to put myself out of my own misery here. Yeah. So he stands up and he says, I want to confess. And Tywin's like, that you killed the king? And he goes, nope, I want to confess that you're a dildo. <laughs> that everyone yeah, I, here... I, conf- I confess you suck. Yeah, I confess that each and every one of you <laughs> is a grubby little shit, and I <laughs> wish you'd have all died, and I'd have poisoned you all if I could, and I should yep. have done it. And he's like, I confess to you, Dad, that I was never good enough for you because I was a dwarf and you hated me. Mm-hmm. And there's a really good bit where he's like, you're not on trial for being a dwarf. And Tyrion's like, yes, I am. That's what this is about. Yes, I am. Yeah, I have been my entire life. I thought that was a very good yeah. 
explicit, yeah, but like a very good uh, summary of, of, of his character. Yeah. I should have let Stannis kill you all. I mm. wish I was the fucking awful monster that you think I am. Instead of just being a dude who's standing up here getting real hurt by all this. Mm. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> You're all right. <laughs> fuck you. So, uh, yeah, Tyrion's furious. He yells at everybody in the court. It's pretty good. Yeah, uh, it is. It's very good. I really like that. I really like that bit. Acting from uh, Peter Dinklage too. Yeah, possibly for the first and only time in the show. <laughs> I think he won an Emmy for this, right? For this season. Uh, that this sounds right. That sounds part. right. Yeah. Yeah. So either way, he finishes up his big rant by going like. You know what I'm going to do again? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do the trial by combat again. Let's go. Yeah. Let's fight again. I've got I've still I've got another trial by combat card. I'm going to play that card and fuck you. Yeah. And that's how the episode ends. Everyone goes, yeah. "What?" And Tyrion goes, what? "I'm I, I'm fucking I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm absolutely done with all of you bitches." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's but, that one. Yeah. It's, um, I think, like, I don't remember how I felt uh, the first time I watched this or what, or what I thought, but it, in retrospect, it feels pretty obvious that he's going to demand a trial by combat, right? The number of times there have been trials by combat. Yeah. Um, like, yes. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. I, I suppose the curveball, like, it makes sense in a storytelling way if you're mm-hmm. thinking, like, oh, well... Chekhov's been holding two guns so far. Yeah. And he, or there's been two trials by combat. So um yep. yes, but at the same time because the plan was so solid before this to like hey, you fuck sure. off to the wall, blah blah blah. Yeah. But yeah, this is definitely more interesting. So Absolutely. I I think that uh he also like he and the show builds up to it in a way that makes it I think maybe more satisfying than surprising. Like, it's just like, fuck yeah, fuck everyone. I'm on his side and he's pulled a nice, like he's thrown a nice little curveball out and that is very satisfying. Totally, yes. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so should we just go into the next episode? Yeah, let's do it. Mockingbird, episode seven. All right. So it picks up uh, pretty much straight after this has happened. Yep. Tyrion and uh, Jamie are sitting inside his uh, jail cell again. And Jamie's mm-hmm. like, brother, you fucked it. <laughs> Holy moly. You, you Look, nice speech and all, but you're a dumbass. Yeah, I was, I, I'd made my peace with going and being a boring, you know, lord. You've, like, what, who's going to fight for you, dude? And Tyrion gives him some, like, puppy dog eyes. <laughs> Jamie's like, I suck with my left hand. I cannot fight for you. Yeah, I will die. And they have a brief little moment where Tyrion like seems to almost actually convince him of like, wouldn't that fucking piss Dad off if both of his sons just died at once? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There goes the Lannister line forever. That'd be pretty funny, right? <laughs> After a second, Jamie's like, Nah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's not going to happen, you know. Jamie's got no, kids. No. He'd prefer to stay alive. Yeah. So uh, 
And boy, yeah. wouldn't he hate to have to fight whoever whoever the crown chooses as a champion? <laughs> yeah, I can't fight with my left hand anybody, let alone, presumably it won't be this person, but the strongest man in the world. <laughs> Smash cut to, I yeah. think, literally the strongest man on planet Earth. Yeah, I think so. I think he won that. I, he won that competition. He, like, lifted up a house or something. Yeah, this dude. <laughs> There's been another casting change and the mountain is a different guy again. Yeah, lot, is, is this third third guy? Uh, definitely second. I think there might have been like one in a helmet who you couldn't really see who it was, or so maybe it is the third one actually. I think the fir- the first season there was the mountain once in the jousting th- competition. Then, yeah, and then I think the next one was different, and I think I think this is the third. Yeah. So there's been three mountains, and holy moly, this one is the uh, what's like a. What's something I could use as like a a big mountain? No, 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 not a type of water. Um, I need like a a brand of water that you get in a plastic bottle doesn't help at all. Oh, like Kilimanjaro? No, no, some random (laughs) syllables don't mean anything. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this guy's massive. In real life, the actor is uh, has one strong ass man competitions. I guess just strong man. Well, no, he he pulled he pulled a tractor with his ass. So the tractor was on as well. It was trying to drive the other way. It wasn't even (laughs) competition standards. The the guy was like, I need to mow this field. (laughs) But yeah, this is like this is he's the biggest person that I've ever seen in any in any anywhere. (laughs) Just in any possible way. (laughs) He's from like Finland or something, I wanna say. Somewhere sort of Scandinavian. Fin- yeah, Finland or Iceland or somewhere. That makes for a bit of a weird bit when he says like his one line to Cersei where he's like, who am I going to fight? And it, yeah. like, it's a very strange accent that he has. But anyway, the mountain's there. He's just chopping up people for some reason. Mm. And uh, yeah, Cersei walks up to him. She's like, hey, you're fighting for me. You're a big-ass man. You're going to yep. do me a big-ass favor. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Tyrion's fucked. Yep. No one can beat that guy. <laughs> uh, but Arya and the Hound come across another man who's completely fucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's this dying man who's, like, been attacked by some people, I guess, robbed and had his house burnt down. Mm. Uh, he's lying against a stump, bleeding out. And they just sort of chat with him for a while and can kind of tell the truth to somebody else for the first time. Mm. Mm. Every other person they've met, they've had to pretend like, oh, well, my name's Bob, and that's my (laughs) daughter, Bob. (laughs) Baby Bob. uh, Baby Bob, and he's going to sound stupid when he's big. But (laughs) they can actually sort of (laughs) talk to him and to each other about what the situation is here. Mm, mm. And uh, it's a pretty good scene. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it as well. I like that actor playing the dying guy. He was good. Yeah. And so uh, the hound stabs him through the heart, gives him some, you know, uh, relief. Yep. And then has this nice sort of moment where he tells Ari, like, that's where the heart is. That's how you kill someone real good. And uh, it's like this little teaching moment. And they're sort of bonding. Mm. Mm. Uh, then some random dude comes up and bites him on the neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's vampire guys. 
I guess that's the thing in the previous episode that they're talking about at the small council as well, as they go, like, put 100 silver coins on uh, the head of S- Sandor Clegane. Yes, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what these two guys have come to collect. They found him and they're like, hey, we can get a bit of cash if we, uh, if we kill this guy. They that's do not right. succeed. It's, no, that's, I think, like, they're like, oh, put, put, how much do we usually put on people's heads bounties? Ten bucks? Make it a thousand. Yeah, yeah. So, um, they start fighting these people, mm-hmm. uh, or not really, like, the hound just kills one of them. And yeah. then the other one's standing there for ages, <laughs> just waiting to be killed. Yep. Or is like, yeah. hey, you're that dude from season two. I mean, uh, from a while ago who <laughs> you said you were going to fuck me with a stick. That's right. Yeah. And oh, so yeah. She fucks him with a stick. Yes. Uh, yeah. They're dead. He gets added to her little list and mm-hmm. they sort of wander off. Uh, I guess there's a scene later on that we might as well do now because that's just the way it's written in the thing that I'm looking at. And mm. I'll forget it otherwise. Because we did forget one scene in last week's episode where it was just Oberyn and Cersei talking to each other. We forgot to talk about uh, that one. Yeah, we did too, yeah. And Cersei was like, oh, my daughter, I miss her, my daughter. And mm. Oberyn's and he like, was like, hey, your daughter's fine. I'm going to give her a ship. Don't worry. Actually, that's, yeah, one one of the best lines, I think, in all of the show uh, is something we missed. O- Oberyn says, like, we don't, what does he say? It's like, we don't kill Need no little stinking girls. badges. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, there's no badges. The the small the small um, rodent, there's no badges over there. Was he like, we don't kill little girls back home, and she's like, little girls. They kill little girls something. everywhere, yeah. It's a lot less weird sounding than we've just made it sound. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was good. Like, we have morals back home and she's like, everywhere's fucked, buddy. Yeah, especially for young women. Yeah. So, uh, Arya, in this bad situation with the hound, not the worst one she could be in, but still, she uh, is later on going like, you need to fucking fix your neck up, buddy. It's going to get real grotty if you don't. They have like a pretty... Uh, personal talk about the Hound's history with fire and his mm-hmm. brother. Yep. And then she ends up just sort of sterilizing it with water and uh, sewing it up. Yeah. But so they're, they're, you know, they're traveling together. They're getting to know each other. Mm. Yeah. That's what happens. It's a road movie. <laughs> it's a road movie where it it's more, it well, yeah, like they're both maybe learning from each other. She, in in a negative way for Arya, she's becoming more, like, pragmatic, yes, but more, like, numb to murder. Yep, <laughs> and true. And stuff. And totally. he's just he's just opening up a little tiny bit of who he really is. Hanging around with him while she is going to bed every night, dreaming about mm. who she's going to murder. She yeah. is not a... Not necessarily becoming a better person. <laughs> no, that, that um, strange desire is not being um you know tampered down it might actually be being fed traveling with anybody else yeah they'd be like hey yeah don't do that that's yeah, crazy that's to do before you go to bed what's wrong actu- with you actually crazy to to even want like literal murderous revenge like don't feel that way and he's like i'll teach you how to kill easier the heart is here <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, the second road movie happening concurrently is um, Brienne and Podrick. 
Yes. They're having a nice little meal in a tavern. Well, nice enough for Brienne, but then Podrick's having a, just having a cheeky little drink. Mm-hmm. And she yanks it out of his hand, and she's like, don't you dare get drunk. And he's like, well, <laughs> being a square sucks. Yeah. What else is there to do? This is shit. What am I going to do here, huh? See see a character from another <laughs> season again? Yeah. That's not going to happen. With some relevant information to our quest. Well, here shows up Hot Pie. <laughs> and he has cooked them their two hot pies. They start talking pretty stupidly because Podrick does afterwards say to Brienne, like, hey, don't fucking bring up Sansa, you dumbass. Yes. We're going to, yeah. like, everyone knows what the deal is. We need, we, we shouldn't be telling people we're looking for her, but she does just go immediately to this hot pie guy who she mm. doesn't know from a block of wood. Like, yep. this is exactly what we're doing and who we are. What do you've got to say about it? <laughs> yeah. So he runs away, and then the next morning, though, he's like, you seem like you're probably okay. I haven't met Sansa, but I've met Arya. Give her this biscuit. Tell her <laughs> that my real name is Jonathan. Oh, um, yeah. So, yeah, they get a little bit of a lead on Arya. He's like, ah, she was walking around with this dude. I don't know. He was yeah. going to, like, sell her to someone. Big scar on his face. Big burnt face. Yeah. And so they kind of piece it together and go, okay, well, the most likely place that he is taking her is the Erie where yep. uh, her Aunt Lysa is, which is spot on. Yeah, absolutely. And Pod knows this because Tyrion taught her about uh, taught him about all the families. Yes. I like, a, a, just it's a pretty small thing and like the thing of running into an old character <clears throat> and they happen to know what's going on is pretty dumb, but <laughs> yep. the thing of Podrick kind of, piecing it together because of this, this information that Tyrion had naturally taught him, mm-hmm. that fits together nicely. I like that. And and the logical leap of, like, if it was the Hound, we know we also know that he has, like, cursed the Lannister's name and, and, and betrayed them. Like, they know that. Yeah, and he's not going back to King's Landing, for sure. He's, and he probably just wants money so he can, like, set himself up. So, yeah, this makes most sense. Like, it, it yeah. totally makes sense. It does. Um, and they're not up at Castle Black because he wants money and John doesn't have money. Speaking mm. of John, yes. we see all of them show back up after their venture up north. Yeah, c- killing all the dudes at Craster's Keep. Yep, they've killed all the, all the uh, shitheads who went up there. All the naughty boys, yes. Uh, and they're back down and immediately, immediately fucking Alice is like, Hey, John! Um, let me think of an excuse. Uh, your dog. Your dog's weird. Fuck it off. Mm. Oh, God, I hate that dude. Yeah, he sucks. He is a great actor, though, because I fucking hate him. Yeah, he's a good actor, a boring character, uh, <laughs> and annoying. I, I love the character, honestly, because like that thing of having a, like, a boss who will fucking put the foot down on any fucking normal thing you want to do is mm. such a relatable experience. I guess, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess there are awful people in the real world. Oh, I think he is honestly the most translatable everyday character of this fucking douchebag who has just enough power and has it mm. out for you just enough to make you every day just a bit annoying. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's fair. I think he's a great character. But yeah, they're um, hanging around a Castle Black, um, uh, deciding whether or not they should plug up the... Uh, um, tunnels. Yep, the nearby because there's, there's a big tunnel straight under the wall, which has is is closed off by a big gate. 
but you know, like gates can be vulnerable. Yeah. Alice is like, the gate's four inches thick. It's mm. enormous. Four inches. The biggest, twice most satisfying as as size. <laughs> <There Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and John's like, you ever seen a giant dick? Because I got one. And I've seen a real life giant too. And that guy's going to rip it out real quick. Yep. And I'm going to yep. whip it out if you're not careful. <laughs> um so they have a bit of an argument, and then Alistair, again, just with his little bit of middle management power, goes, all right, uh, Mr. Builder, you're a little bit nervous about making me annoyed. Uh, mm. Do you think we should do this? He's like, Ugh, no, but clearly doesn't think that. Well, it, it's like, because John is like, I've seen their army, I've seen the giants. Like, I know that the gate won't hold up, but the Builder is like, well, I mean, I've only ever seen normal people, not giants, so I think yeah. it's fine. I, I guess. like... I guess my main thing is I don't want to piss off the head honcho. Yeah. And then that other I've... dude who used to be in King's Landing, I forget his name, he's still sniveling around going like, Janos, yeah. Janos Slint. Yeah, that's right. The sniveliest name that's ever been named. After every second sentence, just going like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Ugh. So uh, back over in King's Landing, Bron comes to visit Tyrion. He's wearing a nice kind of... Uh, New gown thing. <laughs> yes, sure. A little kind of very dressy number. Yes. And uh, a tunic. They have a bit of a bit of a chat about like Bronze going, yeah, I got this wife now. She's getting all this inheritance after I kill her sister. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> sisters can fall off cliffs. <laughs> hey, sisters fall off, uh, fall off horses and snap their pretty little necks all the time. It's like, ah, oh, I don't know why the, the, the nice word of pretty in there is the bit mm. that makes it weird. Mm. It wasn't the but word it's... snap neck. It was pretty <laughs> that made you sound like a creep. Pretty, pretty. It does remind us that Bron is just like, he. he's a lovable lad, but he's also a cutthroat, you know, mercenary. Totally. He's he's completely soulless <laughs> in some yeah. ways. Yeah. But uh, they have sort of a back and forth of Bron going like, I'm not going to be your champion. I know that I was last time, but this time I don't need the money and I'm not risking finding the mountain. Yes. Yeah, he just doesn't want to die, and that's fair uh, enough. But, and, yeah. and they don't even leave it on, on on too much of a negative note. Like Tyrion's, like, look, okay, I guess I I would I because Bronn's like, hey, if if this was flipped, you would not be my champion. And Tyrion is like, yeah, I guess that's probably true. Uh, Bronn also wouldn't want him to be, but sure. Like, that's a pretty mm. crazy thing to throw at him. Like, hey, if our different lives were changed immediately. <laughs> like, anyway, but yeah, it, it does make sense and they leave it on good terms. And they mm. really do both feel like they're completely leaving it. Like, Tyrion thinks he's dying now. Yes. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Um, speaking of dying, I was absolutely dying at the next scene. <laughs> uh, in Marine. Uh, fucking Dario Naharis has climbed up a pyramid <laughs> into Daenerys' oh, yeah. bedroom. Yeah. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is a ridiculous thing for you to have done. And he's like, hey, I'm a ridiculous character in this show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I'm so ridiculous, I only do two things. Root and kill people. Yeah. I'm, 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 all, I'm all out of people to kill. <laughs> It's like they've boiled down what this show really is into one guy, and uh, he's actually pretty <laughs> abrasive. Yeah. yeah. He's in there just being completely charmless. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is I, about Dario, but he's just not interesting at all. 
it's I think it's a it's it has a lot to do with them like changing the character midstream. Yeah. It's, it it makes him feel like it. he's just come out of nowhere. Mm, totally. And Absolutely. So he's in there being like, hey, send me back to that other city so I can fight all the people there because I'm only good at that or at fucking mm. and you don't want to fuck, so I'm going over there. Yeah. And she's like, how dare you say that I don't want to fuck? <laughs> I better see four inches of cold rolled steel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah, they she he gets his butt out. And she stares at his dick for a while, and then it changes scene. Yeah, nothing really happens. But in the morning, um, <laughs> Jora walks in, and they cross paths. Him and Dario. Dario's like, "Oh boy, oh sorry, I probably smell terrible. I've been uh, sweating all night. Oh, just um, <laughs> you know. Anyway, oh, really tired. Didn't get much sleep. Yeah, yeah. No, pretty pretty crazy night. Anyway, go in there. She's in a." She's in a good mood. Yeah, yeah. All right. I don't want to. Don't want to be too clear. Anyway, pat you on the shoulder there. Uh, by the way, I fucked that girl you love. All right. See you later. Jorah's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What are you talking about? He walks in there and he like, he looks so upset. She's like, going, okay. Well, what do you reckon we should do about the stuff? He's like, I don't, maybe you shouldn't fuck him. <laughs> he that that Dario guy is an absolute chad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> they have it. Yeah. He, he, she's like, you don't approve, do you? He's like, no, I just don't trust him. I, mm. And she's like, all right, whatever. And he does have a point, though. Like, the dude is like this weird sellsword who killed both of his previous uh, yeah. cohorts to show off. I don't think this, I don't think she brings it up, but like, Jorah was sent to spy on her. <laughs> like, yeah. How, how trustworthy. Well, on, on if you boil it down, like yeah, and sh- does she know that yet? I was trying to remember uh, this. I-, I can't remember if she knows yet because we know. I think they- no. I'm pretty sure this was revealed at like the end of the. F- well, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe only yeah. we know. I can't remember if if it's revealed yet. But either way, um, yeah, he they have a conversation, and she's like, "Well, I sent him off to uh the other place to round up all the other masters and kill him. And he's like, yeah, uh, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's like a, as much of a genocide as a, a genocide can be. Like you're, you're, you're just trying to wipe out a whole bunch of people. That's. And then fucked. she's like, hmm, good point. Go tell him I changed my mind. No way. Tell him you changed my mind. As though that's some beautiful thing. It's like, yeah. how did I change your mind on killing hundreds of people? You should have thought about this more. That's insane <laughs> of you. And why is this, like, a present for me? <laughs> oh, like, it's, it's crazy mm. that, like, she can flip her decision on whether or not to kill all these people. She's yeah. slightly scary. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Just because she has that mix of strong-headedness and, like, lack of experience yep. that yep. fucks people up. And maybe a little bit crazy in there, too. Hey, dude, her dad was a fucking nutball. <laughs> he was he was a wacko. He dude, he was a jacko and a dot. He was he all was, three. <laughs> he was an animaniac. Wait, wacko, yakko and dot, not jacko. Jacko was Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, he was wacko <laughs> too though. <laughs> uh back over in um Backo? Wester- <laughs> Backo in Westeroso. <laughs> Backo in the top of the Warner Brothers <laughs> um water tower. Water tower. Mhm. 
Uh, Melisandre is taking a bath in the water tower. Yes. Uh, Stannis' wife walks in and she's like, oh, boy. Oh, no. Whoops. I saw you naked. Uh Uh-oh. Whoops. Oh, my eyes are stuck open. I can't help it. Oh, no. (laughs) I can't close my eyelids. What a time for them to break. Oh, my feet have become paralyzed. I can't leave the room. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) This is all going exactly the opposite of how I want it to go. Yeah. But, yeah, she is actually like, oh, no. And then Melisandre's like, no, please, come in. This is I'm a, power do move. a power move. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. Uh, she has this talk with her where she's, <laughs> it's so brutal, where she's like, this potion, by the way, this can make any man want to fuck you. And she's like, oh, you must have used that on my husband. No, 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 never yeah. used it. If anything, yeah. I used the opposite. He, uh, <laughs> he was from zero horny to a million when I walked <laughs> in the room. Yeah. But uh, the point of it, well, other than to stick in more fucking nudity, is yep. uh, like there, there's nothing about the bath. It's <laughs> sort of like this power move, but she could have just been sitting in a chair. Yeah, totally. Like if she'd said that thing about n- seducing Stannis, that yeah. would have been enough. It still gets it across completely. Yeah, yeah. And like, I, I guess it may like... If you had to convince someone to do it because your ulterior motive was to have some boobs on screen, the reason you would say is it shows that she's so much more comfortable here in this woman's home than the woman herself is, than Stannis' totally. wife is. Totally. She's more attractive than her, than she's rubbing it in her face. But that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it was it to is, show an ass crack. It, <laughs> absolutely. Gratuitous. It's This is gratuitous. Uh... But the point of the scene is that um, she's like, hey, we need to take Shireen with us on this voyage because look in mm. the fire. Mm. And then you're like, oh, what's that going to mean? Mm. Every time we've looked in the fire, it's meant some shit's gone down. Yep. Sometimes it's happened for real and sometimes it's not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's going on over in Dragonstone. And then in King's mm-hmm. Landing... Um, Tyrion's sitting in the jail again. Oh, yeah, and uh, in walks bloody Oberyn. Where'd he come from? <laughs> Where'd this motherfucker come from? What the hell are you doing here, Oberyn? <laughs> I, 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 I cannot wrap my head around it. And then Oberyn tells this story of, like, you know, Tyrion, back when I was a kid, we came up here, people told us there was a monster here, then we saw you and like, oh, this monster's just a baby. And yeah, babies are weird looking as fuck, <laughs> but you were just a, a baby. And then Cersei grabbed his little dicky yeah. and pinched squeezed it. it. Yeah, pinched it. Ugh. Ugh. That, that would have been painful. Yep. And so, yeah, Tyrion's kind of sitting there. They have like a longer talk than this, but they uh, basically... Oberyn gets to the point that I think you're a decent dude. I want to mm-hmm. fuck over this family that you're in. Let's fight them together, and I will be your champion. Yes. So yes. That, that scene went for so much longer than it needed to, because I just summed it up so quick. Yeah, and I got all the uh, raw emotion from it as well. So. <laughs> uh, this was a great scene. It Yeah, it's great. I really like the actor. Pedro Pascal plays Oberyn. Um, and he, like, he's also in Narcos, um, and he's really good in that, but this is, like, what, probably the best, the best thing I've seen him do, that, that scene, I reckon. It's really very, good. Yeah, really good. Peter Dinklage, good again as well, sitting there looking like he's gonna cry. 
Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah, Oberyn's going to be his champion, champion now. Pretty yep. exciting. Even more yeah. exciting, the fucking eerie. The most dreary, e- the dreary eerie. <laughs> the dreary, yeah. We finish up uh, the episode over at the eerie. Sansa's building little snow castle thing. And Robin comes up and is a weirdo about it. He's like, oh, there, where's, right. the, where's the hole? And she's yeah, like, Yeah, where's there the hole one. you chuck people out? She's like, it's on the f- ground. He's like, nah, but nah, I'm, I'm, I get, I chuck the bad people out. I'm a little weirdo. Mm. Mm. They end up getting into a scuffle because he knocks it over. She slaps him and he runs yep. away like a real little schoolboy bitch. <laughs> she, though, like, she gets really angry at him for no reason. She's well, like, the fuck you knock over my castle? Yes, and definitely is still being a bit childish about it, but then to Littlefinger in a second is like, oh, I was building it because I wanted. I couldn't remember what it looked like. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And so it does make sense of like, oh, I guess, but still. But still, but, you don't slap the king or the prince. She, I mean, she's still, you know, Sansa a few years ago or, you know, seasons ago, that would have been her behavior from the get-go. Yes, so she has sure. still matured a bit, mm-hmm. but uh, certainly not a lot. She's still a child, which makes the next yep. bit even more creepy. <laughs> yeah. Because here comes Littlefinger. He was watching for some amount of that time anyway. <laughs> yep. And he's like, picks the perfect one to go like, uh, remember me? <laughs> Walks down there. <laughs> and uh, Remember me? Oh, God, he slithers on down, and he's like, mm. God, your mum was hot. You could have been my daughter if I'd have been the one who fucked her. Give mm. me a kiss. So <laughs> yeah. fucking gross. Yeah. It's it's almost, there's almost a moment of him when he says the first bit of, like, there's another world in which you were my daughter, where it's like, oh, that explains why he's been trying to protect her all this time. And he's like, but in actual fact, we're not related, so... I want to fuck. Yeah, real gross. Yeah. Call me Peter, plants a kiss on her, and then, (laughs) again, a a third person, even further in the background, (laughs) watching all of this unfold. Just this fucking series of crash zooms further and further in. (laughs) Yeah, of snap focuses to, like, another (laughs) another level back. (laughs) It turns out just everyone in the world is watching this thing. Um, Lysa is standing up the back looking at this. Yeah, and so she goes typically weird about it. Mm-hmm. Calls Sansa into the main sort of hall bit with the moon door. It's open. She couldn't have made it look more suspicious. <laughs> She's right <laughs> next to it. She's like, "Hey, Sansa, yeah. come up near this big old hole <laughs> and tell me about potentially having kissed my husband, maybe recently." Yeah. So she freaks out about it. She's like forcing her head down. She's like, "Look how far down that is." <laughs> Yeah. And then Peter, he's been watching the whole time. (laughs) Zoom further back. He's been there looking at it up the back. Yeah. And he's like, hey, calm down. We'll sort this out, huh? You're my, hey, you're my wife. You're my crazy, silly wife. Don't worry about it. Gets her to let go of Sansa, Mm -hmm. holds her, and he's like, oh, you know, in my whole life, I've only ever loved one woman. And she's like, the answer's definitely going to be me. <laughs> me, standing next to this massive hole you could easily push me out of. That's who you're about to say, isn't it? And he's like... <laughs> me, who's recently married you and now gives you, like, the rights to my land and my castle and my family. 
Yeah. <laughs> me who, like, politically, what a move to have married me. But emotionally, <laughs> clearly you're not invested in this. That's who you're going to say, right? And then he's like, uh, a Jenga motherfucker. <laughs> Whatever line. Uh, he goes like, it, it was your sister, and pushes her out. She falls down mm-hmm. to do one of the big grotty explosions that she described mm-hmm. to detail in Sansa before. Yes. So, yeah, that's it. That's the end of the episode. A big old fall out of a window, and yeah. uh, Oberyn's champion, and yeah, a bunch of stuff happens in those two. Yes, and, and like, yeah, I I, I, I think you're um, fair in saying that the the first of the two is maybe the better one. That court scene obviously is great. Like it's really well yeah. done. It's it's brutal and and also Tyrion's speech is very effective. But I also liked a lot of the stuff that happened in this episode. The stuff with the Hound and Arya, I really like that dynamic. Yeah, I like the Oberyn stuff, and I like this as well. I thought it was cool. The um the couple of episodes this season they've had where the back half of them was focused more on just the one longer event. So mm. the one with the wedding and the one with the court, with the trial. Yeah. Both of those have been really effective, I've thought. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And even, like, yeah, this one, it 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 gives you a, an Oberyn twist, and then it goes, hey, let's finish up on, yeah, all this weird shit at the Eerie that also ends up, yeah, ending in, in a huge twist and a, yeah. and a big move. Um, yes, very satisfying. <sighs> totally, totally agreed. Um, so yeah, those are the two episodes that we were watching this week. I guess that, unless there's an email that's non-spoilery, uh, that'll do it for the, for the first time watchers. Yeah. Yes. No, that's, that's right. We've got some emails, but they're all spoilery. So yeah. Thanks first timers. Thanks for listening to this week. Great. If you don't want any spoilers, uh, stop listening right now. Cause we're about to move into. The sealed the section. Sealed section. Come over Brilliant. here, the woman who could have been my daughter, to the sealed <laughs> section. Right. Oh man, uh, what a creep. The worst. Uh, he only gets creepy with that for a while, but like it, it yeah, it does make it so obvious watching all this stuff again why the whole time she was like, God, I want to fucking kill Littlefinger. Mm. Yeah, totally. Um I only had one real note. Mm. About future stuff with anything. Uh, Melisandre wasn't wearing that necklace in the bath. I noticed that. Yes. So that's weird, right? Yeah. Is that a yeah. fuck up? I don't know. Yeah. It seems like was that some sort of retroactive thing that they maybe shoved into the show to justify having shown her naked so often? Possibly. Possibly. Or it's like a, a plot twist that hadn't been written yet. You know, like well, they, I feel it's still they hasn't were been following written. on. Well, oh, like, that in, hasn't like, the point. Yeah, yeah, that hasn't panned out to mean anything yet. No, no, sure, no, sure. Like that, the the necklace thing was revealed in a later episode, which you know also means I assume it was revealed in a later book, which yeah. means they might not have known it at this point. Or I think it wasn't yeah. even in the books. It was one of the things after the show moved ahead. Possibly. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, maybe just a, a fuck up. Yeah. In, in that sense. Uh, she might have been wearing it around her ankle. I don't that's, think they ever pan down to her ankles. <laughs> Maybe being in a bath means it uh, still counts or something. Yeah. Uh, it's dolphin rules, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wear a ne- um, you, you can put a dolphin in a necklace on land and it'll be able to breathe. That's true. Try it. Wow. Okay. Cool. 
everyone, try it at least once. Uh, in terms um, of emails, do we want to just uh, maybe knock one out of out of here and uh, do another next week too? Yeah, yeah. I've got a short one that I'll just read because it's funny. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it says, hey, boys, blah, 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 blah. In about May this year, I got mugged while listening to Filthy Casuals. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. That's awful. Uh, he said, just thought you guys would find that interesting. And since I assume whoever mugged me kept listening, you're welcome for the subscriber. So that's very nice. Uh, did they steal what? the phone then? Even they must have, yeah. was listening to it on. Jesus. Yeah. One of the mugs saw it was a video game thing and asked if I played Fortnite. So that's great. Um, Whoa. That's from, from Fidel in Manchester. Uh, Holy so, shit, Fidel. Yeah, that's awful. Sorry, man. That sucks. I hope you got uh, a phone again. Yeah, I'm glad you're, you know, all right as well, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Man, um, I was just in Manchester not that long ago, and I and mugged been... this fucking jabroni. This dude was just... <laughs> <laughs> he was just standing there. He was phone in his hand, listening to some video game shit. Oh, what a loser! <laughs> yeah, that sucks, dude. Yes. Um, he also he says, "P.S. I feel like you are obligated to review Taxi Driver since it makes up three quarters of your title." Um, yeah, interesting. Maybe we could do that at some point. Okay, we'll do a bonus episode about <laughs> yeah. Taxi Driver. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle. <laughs> Sweet. Um. I thought this was an interesting one from Nicholas, or Nick from Boston. He says, uh, he's a huge fan, blah, blah, blah. Thank you very much. Wondering if you had to swap any two actors to play each other's parts for the entire series, huh. which which would be the best improvement and which would be the worst, like the most disastrous for the chemistry of the show? That's a good question. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's an interesting one. Um, Possibly... Someone and Jon Snow. Well, what about Rob and John? Maybe Rob and John, but I watched this other show, The Bodyguard, with the guy who was robbing it, and he wasn't doing it for me in that. No, I saw him in one episode of uh, Electric Dreams he's in. Um, yeah. And, I mean, I, I, he, I like him more than Kit Harrington. I'll say that. Yeah. Like, I... I kind of thought Jamie and John for some reason, because just because oh, yeah. Nikolai Costa Waldale is mm-hmm. definitely not how you pronounce his name, but him, <laughs> uh, he's been a great actor the whole time, but he's yes. very good as Jamie. I wouldn't change the person who was Jamie. God, that's, yeah, because, uh, uh, yeah, fuck, if, if the person who was playing Jamie was a weak actor, that that could ruin the show, maybe. Yeah. Um, Tyrion and the Mountain. <laughs> um, Great. I think that's the correct answer. <laughs> like, oh, the guy who plays Littlefinger does it well, but maybe mm. like him and someone as well, because I think he's probably a better actor. I saw him in something and he was good. He's in The Wire. He's fantastic in The Wire. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Everyone's cast pretty fucking well, though. Mm. I, I think mm, maybe... Mm, nah, that wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you could change uh, like Podrick and Gendry because I didn't realize yeah. they weren't the first, the same person for a long time. They, they definitely are the same person. That's not maybe um, Sophie, Sophie Turner, and Rose Leslie. That's um, Sansa oh, yeah. and Egret. Yeah, that's not a uh, terrible. Yeah, but uh, I don't know though. Rose Leslie's real good as Egret. She, she is. That's true. 
And I've not seen. Mm. Oh, actually, I saw Sophie Turner in like one of the X Men movies or something. Oh, she, and I, yeah, yeah, I she's Jean Grey. She good. I think she was pretty bland, but she was. Yeah. She had to do an, a, an American accent, and that that never helps. Yeah, right. Also, I think everyone in almost every X Men movie that wasn't Hugh Jackman or fucking thingo Patrick James Stewart McAvoy? has, has oh. been pretty bland. Yeah, yeah. I guess even what's his was name? Fine. Um, Fassbender. Fassbender's yeah. okay, but he's kind of brought down by the series. I just, it. yeah, none of those movies are great. Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, an interesting question. X Men. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The Ro- maybe Robin John could be the one that works because yeah, I, but, but only like marginally. Yeah, it wouldn't make much of a difference. They're probably if if Robert the actor who was Rob had stuck around for longer, we'd probably have the same stuff to say about him. Oh, you know what? What about this? What about the actor who plays Jorah and and. Ned Stark. Ah, uh, because nah. then we get Sean Bean as as Jorah for the whole show. I like Sean Bean having so much presence though, as Ned was such a big part of that character working. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. it was very clever of them to cast the one famous person as mm. Ned because he seemed so much the protagonist that when he then died, you're like, whoa. Yeah, that's true. I guess maybe don't change any of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe like someone in Daenerys. Oh. Just like a random actor. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> One of the extras. Yeah. Just chucking like someone who's just had to fucking get their top off and get paid a hundred bucks. Or maybe um that that wife, the one of the the Frey girl who was gonna marry Edmure. Sure. Anyone. Just any, <laughs> any just anyone. <laughs> Nah, Amelia Clark's fine as Daenerys, but you know. Yeah, she gets better, I think, as well. I think the character gets better as well. Something more, I saw pointed out is that her and um, Lena Headey, or Hetty, who's played yeah. Cersei, have both played Sarah Connor. Oh, right. Terminator things. Oh, what was Lena Headey in? A TV show, Terminator something or other, some Terminator TV show that lasted Terminator, for two seri- seasons. T- Terminator colon the TV show? Terminator, I barely know. I barely know her. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah. That's that's that. That'll do it for this episode. Yeah. Uh. Thank you for writing in, everyone. Sorry, Fidel, for the fact that you got mugged. That yeah, sucks. that sucks. Um. Keep sending in your questions. Uh, we'll get to more and more every week. Uh, especially as we come closer to the end of the series, uh, as there'll be so much to talk about, I'm sure. Aria talking to me pod at gmail.com is the email address. You know it, you love it, you send an email to it. <laughs> uh, uh, what are we doing next week? Just eight or eight and nine? Uh, I don't know. Let's, uh, let's see what those episodes are and okay. maybe tell people on uh, social media. I think it'll probably end up being just eight in that case. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Sick. Well, uh, thanks for listening again, everybody. Yeah. We'll see you next week. See you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.